Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. Now, on to today's story. Tonight we're camping by a mountain lake, and we're in our tent right now, and so... You may notice some extra noise as we move about. We're deep in the Canadian Rockies right now. And this story was suggested by one of our listeners. One of our listeners who's in this tent right now. The story is The Detective Brothers and the Cannibals of Taylor Lake. The Detective Brothers were in their treehouse. Henry... Alex and William were all coding. They had some very important computer programs they wanted to develop. All of a sudden, they got an emergency message that flashed up. It was from the chief warden of the national park. It said, help, there are cannibals at Taylor Lake. What are cannibals? Asked Alex. Henry was busily typing in cannibals into his computer. Oh no. Cannibals are things that eat humans. Alex and William's eyes were wide. Alexander said, Are you sure it's not when an animal eats the same type of animal that it is? William looked and said, I think so, too. Luckily, their dad was there. Ah, It's not that, boys. It's anything that eats humans. Henry looked up. He had learned that his dad usually had the wrong answer. But he was intrigued. What did the Banff warden want? Henry went inside and got on the phone. He called the warden. Hello, Banff Warden Swanson here. Hi, Banff Warden. This is Henry from the Detective Brothers. I got your message and I'm worried. Do you need us out there? I need you out there immediately. We've got cannibals loose at Taylor Lake. Just as Henry was about to clarify what type of cannibals it was, the telephone line went dead. The power in the house was out. And he looked in the sky and he saw there was a big storm. It must have knocked out all the power and electricity to the town they lived in. The boys went up to their treehouse and started to plan what they'd need. When they had everything ready, they sent a text to their mom and slid down their zipline. Within 15 minutes, they were in the car and driving up the highway. They were a bit worried. Would they be able to get to Taylor Lake before dark? The detective brothers weren't scared about much, but they were scared about coming to a backcountry campground they'd never been to before that might have cannibals in the dark. If there was one benefit There was supposed to be a meteor shower, and they thought if we get there in the dark, at least we can look at the meteors. The walk up to Taylor Lake 
was through a thick forest. It went along a stream and then went off pretty much all uphill after the first 20 minutes. The detective brothers were in great shape. They loved to go out walking and running and riding their bikes. Unfortunately, their parents were in not as good a shape with their dad, Keith, who kept on yelling, Are we there yet? Alex would look back and say, Dad, hurry up. William would yell, Come on, we've got to get there before dark. Finally, Henry went back and took some of the food out of his dad's backpack so it wasn't as Henry. Henry couldn't believe what he was finding. You've got jars of salsa and tins of beans? What's all these cans of Coke? Uh, I, I thought we'd have some nachos when we got there. How are we going to melt the cheese, asked Henry. His dad stared at him. There's got to be a microwave there, doesn't it? Henry's eyes were wide. He looked at his brothers. Dad! We're going to the back country. There's nothing there. There's a lake. There might be some tables we can sit at. That's it. Uh, what about electricity? No! Well, how am I going to play the music on my ghetto blaster? Just then, he opened his backpack and had a huge set of speakers. <laughs> what else do you have in there, said Alex. His dad opened up his bag, and he pulled out a television. What are you doing, Dad? Well, I want to watch the soccer game tomorrow. But how? On my television, boys. Obviously. The brothers looked at each other. There's no electricity, Dad. Even if there was... You don't have cable. <laughs> the detective brother's dad just stared at them. There's no cable, no electricity. I'm starting to think there actually aren't microwaves. <laughs> the detective brothers took, the, took their dad's backpack. They looked inside. Dad, did you bring any jammies? No. <laughs> William asked, did you bring a change of underwear? No. Did you bring a toothbrush? Toothbrush, asked Alex. No. All of a sudden, they could see their dad was starting to freak out. He had brought soda pop, taco chips, <laughs> cheese, salsa, a ghetto blaster, a television. But he'd missed the basics, like clean underwear or a toothbrush. After unloading all of their dad's stuff, his backpack was much smaller, and he actually was able to go fast. They got into camp. They left the stuff hidden in the woods right beside the trail. Henry wanted to put up a piece of cloth so they could see it when they came down. But their dad said, Don't worry, I'll remember this place. <laughs> Henry said, this place looks just like every other place we've been walking along for the last three hours. Their dad looked at Henry. No, look, that tree's a little bit different. The detective brothers looked at the tree. It looked like every other tree they'd seen that day. <laughs> they got walking again. 
and they came up to Taylor Lake. It was a beautiful high alpine lake surrounded on three sides by rocky granite peaks. You could see the fish jumping and actually just as they arrived, they saw an owl with a fish in its talons flying over the lake. But actually, what everyone was looking for were the cannibals. It was very, very windy when they got to the lake and they could almost not hear anything. The boys quickly set up the tent and their mom and dad started to make dinner. They looked around. There weren't any cannibals that they could see, but in fact, there was nobody they could see. The camp was empty. They made their dinner. They had a delicious dehydrated pad thai noodle dish. They also had some spicy Kung Pao chicken noodle dish that was also dehydrated. They had some ramen noodles and a bit of a strange one, dehydrated mashed potatoes with bacon. Everyone loved their dinner, probably because they'd been walking for over three hours and they were tired. The sun was almost down. It was getting dark. There was still nobody in the campground. They had seen no cannibals. They went in their tent. The wind was howling and it started to rain. All night, they heard a tap, 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 tap on the outside of the tent. It was actually very relaxing. And in the middle of the night, the rain stopped. To help bring some fresh air into their tent, their dad opened up one of the panels. Luckily, it was a two-wall tent. What that meant was the inside wall was mesh that you could see out of, and the outside wall protected against the elements. Their dad went back to sleep, and the detective brothers didn't even wake up. When they woke up in the morning, it was a beautiful sunrise. The lake looked like gold as they looked out of the mesh. But when they looked up, the outside of the tent was covered in hundreds of bugs. Mosquitoes, flies, black flies, horse flies, you name it. They were having a party in between the two layers of the tent. In fact, it was kind of neat to watch all the bugs that were there. There was one enormous fly that everyone referred to as King Daddy Fly. There was also a bug with these longest, weirdest legs that they call Larry Longlegs. And there were also a few mosquitoes that kept trying to come as close as they could to the detective brothers and their parents as they were inside the tent. But the brothers wanted to wake up and find where these cannibals were. They got out of the tent and immediately were swarmed by bugs. Luckily, they were still wearing their jammies, but the bugs were biting through. They quickly sprayed their legs and their arms with bug spray, but the bugs were so ravenous. They kept trying to bite through the fabric. The detective brothers 
wondered what to do when their mum yelled, Get on your raincoats! Everyone looked at their mum. But it's not raining, they said. Their mum said, Mosquitoes and flies can't bite through raincoats. Get them on! The boys ran and quickly got on their raincoats, as did the parents. They were lucky that they had bug nets, which are mesh hats that you can wear. Everyone put the bug nets over their head. The only thing that was exposed that the bugs could bite were their hands and fingers. They sprayed so much bug spray on their hands and fingers. They were safe. They went to make a delicious breakfast of porridge with dehydrated strawberries and bananas. There was just one problem. They'd have to take off the bug necks around their heads. As they did, every bite, one of the detective brothers got a mosquito bite or a black fly or horsefly bite. And when they got a horsefly or a black fly bite, it hurt almost as bad as getting stung by a wasp. The boys spent an hour or two with their parents exploring, but there was no sign of any footprints anywhere. No one had been to the campsite for weeks or months. How could there be cannibals, Henry said. He was wondering when he looked over at his brothers and his parents. He looked at their face. Each of their person's faces was covered in bites. And the ones from the flies, where two black flies had made enormous gashes and he had blood running down his thumb. The cannibals weren't humans or animals trying to attack humans. It was all these bugs. He came back and told everyone, and they all agreed. The problem was that there were too many bugs at Taylor Lake. They quickly packed up their tent, certain that this was the issue, but they couldn't understand. Why had the park warden phoned and told them about this? This wasn't a place you wanted humans. They almost ran down to their car, and when they got there, they jumped in, for there were bugs even at the car. They drove back, and when they got to the little mountain town, they decided to have some lunch. Luckily, the bugs weren't that bad in the mountain town. Henry got on the phone and called the warden. She picked up. Oh, Henry and the detective brothers, thank you for phoning back. I, I think I got cut off. I just want to make sure you heard very, very clearly. There are cannibals at Taylor Lake. The detective brothers must make sure nobody tries to go to that lake because the bugs are so atrocious. Can you please update our website for us? Henry and his brothers looked at each other. Wait, you want us to update your website? Yes said the superintendent warden. We have to make it clear to everyone not to go there. Uh, we just went there, said Alex. Oh no, are you okay? She shouted. William turned to face her, face the video camera. He had big gashes on his face. The warden started to cry. Oh no! You went to Taylor Lake where all the bugs are. Henry smiled. I wish we hadn't lost power. 
because we definitely did not enjoy getting eaten by all those bugs. But I'm glad it wasn't a real cannibal that was there. Everyone looked at each other and they started to smile. The superintendent said thank you, and Henry agreed that when he got back into the car, he'd fire up his laptop and update the website for her. As they walked towards the car, they had a delicious smell. They decided since they'd worked so hard, backpacking up and down to that lake, they deserved a little treat. They were not going to eat inside, so they went inside the bakery and had a delicious cinnamon bun, hot chocolates, and coffee. And they made certain the next time they were going to go backpacking, they were going to check to see if there were cannibal bugs there. The end. If you like this story or any of our stories, please rate us on whatever podcast app you use. And if you have a favorite character and want to hear more stories about that character, please let us know. Go on to storywalks.ca and send us a note. Bye-bye.